Hey everyone, my name is Angela, and I'm pretty sure you've heard that before, but um, I also go by Bliss. I am just doing um, a couple of different podcasts about mental illness. It's really going off of my journey um, of things that I was forced to hide, and as I became an adult, I thought I was in control, and I wasn't. Because I was still hiding and trying to adapt to situations and people the way I thought I should behave. Because I wanted to be in that inner circle instead of taking care of myself. And when I seen the things happening in my children, instead of taking directions that I knew was the right path. I chose to go with what was familiar. Don't let others know. My family is by far not a great example of how a family should be. But, you know, I'm going to be talking about that too. So um, every week I'm just going to be posting different, um, I guess, episodes regarding what I'm either going through right then or something that I'm going through, oh, that I've went through in the past. Um, um, hopefully, we'll also have um, different interviews with different therapists um, because I am trying to do open family counseling to prepare the relationship with m- myself and my boys. Um, I know this may sound crazy, but you know. I don't want my boys to have a relationship like me and my sister have with my parents. I don't talk to my parents. I don't care to talk to my parents. And everybody has told me different things about it. But you know what? My decision, my opinion matters. But I don't want my boys to feel like that about me. And I'm just going to take everyone on my journey and hopefully... Um, this will help others understand, do not hide, come out, get the help that you need. You'll be surprised of how many people will be in your corner. So if you ever have anything, please send me an email, um, hidden roars at gmail.com. I would love to hear from anyone and everyone have a great evening day or whatever time it is. Have a great one. Back in 92 or 93, I was in the eighth grade and I remember I was getting ready for school one day and I was curling my hair because we, you know, back then it was like the mushroom look with the bangs had to be all curly. And I remember my eye just start feeling like it was on fire. And I was like, what the hell? And I look in the mirror. And sure enough, I burned my eyeball with a freaking curling iron. And I remember putting it down, looking at myself in the mirror, and it was really like a weird sight because it was like half of my body was cut off. So I go tell my mom, and my mom gets really pissed at me. She's like, "What the hell do you mean you burnt your eye?" And she thought I was she thought I was like talking about like my eyelid, not my actual eyeball bulb (laughs) 
Um, but she was like, you are going to school. I'm not missing work for this shit because you were being clumsy. So I go to school and, you know, my first hour teacher was like, what is wrong with you? Because I wouldn't look at her. I was really talkative to her because I loved her. She was, loved English. Um, look up at her and she's just like, oh my God, go to the nurse. Go to the nurse. Nurse calls my mom. Like, you need to come down here now and pick her up. She needs to go to the doctor. So my mom picks me up and she's just pissed going off on me and brings it to eye doctor wind up having to wear eye patch and all these eye drops and all this stuff and then my mom was like you bet not go to school telling them nothing crazy and because they want to talk to you tomorrow before you go to class and because um they told her about this is other other things that i've been experiencing and doing at school i had no idea so my mom coached me about what to say not to share too much and it kind of frightened me about like, you know, if you tell too much about what's going on, how you've been acting or how you things you feel, you will take you away from me. You won't be around your family. And that scared the crap out of me. <sighs> Could have been the best thing, but yeah, I was silly. I was 13. I was, you know, whatever. So talk to them and I start they kind of talking to other therapists and counselors. I was diagnosed with having early signs of bipolar. And I found out there was other things that mental illness that was being hidden in my family. Hi, my name is Angela. And I've hidden that I was bipolar for years. And that really caused damage with me and my family. Hi, everyone. Um, thank you for listening, whoever you are. Um, a little bit about myself. I used, I'm a 38 year old woman that's a mother of three that has realized hiding a mental illness from my children hurt them and myself more than I could ever imagine. And I'm just going to be talking about different life events that's happened. And hopefully anyone listening to this can get some information or, you know, avoid certain mistakes based off of what happened to me. Um, I just want people to know just because you have a mental illness doesn't mean you should hide things from your kids. You need to make sure your children understand why you may be behaving a certain way. Because you don't know how... We're so worried about how the world sees us and we don't like sharing. But think about how your children are seeing you. I have made mistakes and now I'm realizing that. And I'm to the point that I'm trying to prepare that, but at the same time, trying to take care of my mental health. I'm 38 years old and I'm still having problems understanding why my emotions make me react the way I do. I'm currently not on any type of medication because every time I've taken anything, it's 
it's a temporary fix. So I have to say, fortunately, I can control minds better than others. But every day is still a struggle. And I hope, um, like I said, anyone listening to this, I'm going to be going over different stories from the beginning of when I first realized I was having bipolar um, issues. But I didn't know it was bipolar then. I thought I was just really crazy. And what my family didn't want me to share because, you know, I didn't want to be an embarrassment. So I, again, thank you. Thank you, whoever you are, if you're listening, and I hope you get some information from this journey. And if you have anything, please send me messages, hiddenroars at email.com. I remember I was about, I don't know, eight or nine. My grandmother wanted me to be baptized. My great-grandmother wanted me to be baptized, and I didn't understand it. My mom was Baptist. My father was atheist. And just, it was not a big thing in our house of religion. And then for my grandma to say that, I was like, I don't understand why. And she was like, you just, because you just need to, that's how we do things. And I just wanted to understand. And I remember that following Sunday or whatnot, we went to the pastor's office and they were getting ready and somebody had um, placed a packet, a pack, a packet of uh, Alcatraz on his desk. And I knew what it was. And <laughs> I got this idea. Okay. Since y'all don't want to tell me why I'm getting baptized I knew if I put this in my pocket and I get in the water, I'm going to start bubbling. So that's what I did. I opened the packet, put it in my pocket, and they put the robe on me and get in the water. And they're saying stuff. And all of a sudden, I remember one of the ladies like, oh, and all of a sudden, everybody looks down at me and they're like, start praying and saying other words. And I'm like, okay, now that I have y'all attention. Can somebody please explain to me why are you making me get under this water and you holding me down? And (laughs) my grandma was very embarrassed. And, oh, I got attention, but it wasn't the kind that I wanted. But to me, I did do things over the top. And it was like, that's how I had to do stuff just to get a simple answer. And boy, I remember church for the next couple of Sundays. I always had to sit in the front row and everybody just looked at me and it was just, yeah, it was a crazy thing. Being young and having emotions that you don't understand, especially when you're going up and down. One minute, you're on top of the world, hanging out, laughing, interested in doing plays and photography and just enjoying life, not caring what others think. And then the next minute, you don't want to move out of your bed. You just want to lay there 
and not understanding why you don't want to do it and to be forced to get out of your bed or wherever you whatever you're doing and telling being told just awful things you think something is wrong with yourself that's the kind of life I experienced from 13 to 15. I remember I was writing out my feelings one day and parents found a letter that I wrote and I I guess I was writing it too fast because when you get into a certain state you just don't realize what you're doing. Things didn't make sense. I words just didn't come together correctly and Instead of coming to me and talking to me, they laughed and was reading it out loud. And I just remember feeling so hurt. This is supposed to be the people I look up to. And they're laughing at my work and my emotions. And I just couldn't understand. I'm like, these are supposed to be adults. I thought you're supposed to be loving and to process that when you're already having crazy emotions and rage in your mind. I didn't handle the situation the best. I I remember throwing a lamp because I, I didn't know how to express my pain and it took like two people to calm me down and I was still forced to hide my rage. Did I get help? No. I got other things done to me. That shit kicked out of me sometimes, but you know, I dealt with it. (sighs) Never do that because that caused more pain than I could ever imagine that I was going to have to deal with. And It caused me to go out and be around the wrong people. And that's what pisses me off that I didn't realize I was being that way with my 14-year-old. He's showing the same signs that I've been showing, well, that I showed when I was his age. And I didn't laugh at him. I did something worse. I think I messed with his self-esteem because I yelled and told, you know, you vicious words. Never do that. Never. So today, for the first time in a long time, I had my (laughs) panic attack at work. Um, I just sat on my desk holding my chest. No one knew. I took medicine that I haven't taken in forever. I used to keep the prescription going because I knew certain days I probably have this. And I just don't know what I'm going to do. Being bipolar and having anxiety, anxiety attacks is so crazy. And I know my son is going through the same thing and the fact that he's not home. I know I just need to get him the help he needs and I will hate for him to go out and do something stupid 
and mental illness people can't see that when you're something's wrong with your brain they only see what you're doing and that causes certain reactions and right now being a young male doing dumb things is not a good thing right now and I'm still I'm still in disbelief how quick this happened and I just need to get him the help that he needs and I'm afraid I'm gonna reach him too late you know it is so not smart to hide your mental illness and I hate that this had to happen to show me this I just can't believe the signs that I try to think I can control on my own and just get it out of him when myself had to take medicine. We all do things to make ourselves look physically beautiful in our own light, our own, you know, interpretations of how we see ourselves we think are beautiful. For example, most people get pedicures because they have rough feet and they don't want to have rough feet. You want to have pretty feet. Um, you know, you sit down, soak in the water, let your skin get soft enough so they can get the scrub brush and scrub off that dead skin and different things, you know, just to make your feet look pretty. But what do we do to fix our mental health? Think about all the things that you go through daily and over the years. What do you do to help fix or manage your mental health? Because eventually, if you have a lot going on, and even not if it's not a lot, over time, just like anything, wear and tear what do you do to help your mental health just ignoring things you know eventually is going to explode and that's a big question now what are you doing to help your mental health and if you're not doing anything what just sit down take five minutes a day just sit down and think, what did I do to help my mental health? You know, sitting down, watching a funny movie or a clip, doing a puzzle, that can help your mental health because you'd be amazed how many times I have just been doing the random, random things, anything, then something that was just bothering me. No, God knows how long. All of a sudden, when I just do the simplest thing, I get a moment of clarity. I'm like, oh my God, it was all, it was that this time. All this time I've been doing, dwelling on this and it was that simple. And I mean, it's just what helps you soothe yourself. For me, it's washing dishes. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something about the dawn and the bubbles and just knowing that. I cleaned that. It was a mess. Now it's clean. So it's 
like I'm wiping my slate clean and I can start over. Every day, you choose how you can end it before you go to bed. Yeah, I know it's been a while since I've actually did a recording. And I decided today I needed to get back into doing my podcast recordings because things are just getting to the point that they're kind of spiraling out of control. My 14-year-old, he's still dealing with his issues. And, you know, I told him, just be honest with yourself and you will be able to handle what life throws at you. And I realized, how can I tell him to be honest with himself with everything? Even, you know, I just knew I didn't want to give him the same type of bearing his feelings, type of emotions and reactions that I received when I was his age. But I'm like, how can I tell him to be honest with himself when I'm not even honest with myself? Today, I had a really bad day at work. I actually had a big mental breakdown. And I actually had to take a minute and leave my desk. And my supervisor actually came and looked for me. And when she found me, she asked me what was going on. And I just looked at her and I kind of explained what my thoughts were at the moment because things are just not great right now. And it's my own fault. And she gave me a look of, you know, deep concern and and also just being confused because it's just not something she's used to hearing or seeing me being vulnerable. And I remember the look she gave me was a look that I received from my mother when I was like 13, when I was trying to tell her, well, when I did tell her something was going on. And right there with that look she gave me, I knew, fix it. Don't be honest with her. So I switched it. I turned back on my representative and everything I know how to say things to make people feel comfortable after I did that everything was fine I went back to work wiped my tears away and buried my emotions deep I haven't had a decent night's sleep in the last three weeks maybe and I don't see sleep coming And it's just, when I feel like, I feel like when I'm awake, I'm in a dream. And when I'm sleeping, I'm in my real life. Because I can be me. And I know that sounds unusual or crazy to most people. But people who have anything going on in their life, especially with mental illness 
or anything, I'm pretty sure that they'll understand what I'm saying. Every time I try to be myself, I feel like there's so much judgment. And with the world we're living in now, I'm so sick and tired of everything coming up, of being a race issue or you're just being too sensitive because you're a woman. You know, there's any and every type of excuse people come up with. And I feel like if I try to just express my emotions, someone is going to judge me, so I bury it. So every night I come home, I just cry. I just lay on, on my couch or I lay on the floor or wherever. And I haven't been on any type of meds and I don't know if I'm going to have to probably go on some type of medication because I don't want my youngest to suffer because mommy is having emotional issues and this is something that I told myself I was going to never do and now I'm going to have to just put myself first because I put myself last for so many years because I made sure they didn't suffer and I had to take a really deep, long look at myself and realize I'm the one who fucked it up. No one else. It was me. Because maybe I should have just been honest more with my children about mommy's mental issues. But at the same time, I didn't know how to be honest because this is something my family never talked about. So how can I be honest when I don't know how? It's really crazy. The only time I can be honest is when I'm in my dream and I'm talking to people who I made up in my mind. When the people who I say hi to every day. And that's the only thing I can really do to be honest. That's a real emotion saying hi everything else that comes from me is not you know when you read books especially on how to make friends how to read people most people read it for fun and you know psychologists or whatever you're doing or whatever you want to study I read those kind of books so I can learn behaviors so I can be normal to make others feel comfortable. And I'm sick of doing that. I'm 39 years old and I still don't know who the hell I am. I know who people want me to be and that's killing me. I don't think I've actually lived one day for me. And that's pretty fucking sad.
Yeah, I know it's been a while since I've actually did a recording and I decided today I needed to get back into doing my podcast recordings because things are just getting to the point that they're kind of spiraling out of control. My 14-year-old, he's still dealing with his issues and you know I told him just be honest with yourself and you will be able to handle what life throws at you and I realized how can I tell him to be honest with himself with everything even you know I just knew I didn't want to give him the same type of bearing his feelings, type of emotions and reactions that I received when I was his age. But I'm like, how can I tell him to be honest with himself when I'm not even honest with myself? Today, I had a really bad day at work. I actually had a big mental breakdown. And I actually had to take a minute and leave my desk. And my supervisor actually came and looked for me. And when she found me, she asked me what was going on. And I just looked at her and I kind of explained what my thoughts were at the moment. Because things are just not great right now. And it's my own fault. And she gave me a look of you know, deep concern and and also just being confused because it's just not something she's used to hearing or seeing me being vulnerable. And I remember the look she gave me was a look that I received from my mother when I was like 13, when I was trying to tell her, well, when I did tell her something was going on. And right there with that look she gave me, I knew fix it. Don't be honest with her. So I switched it. I turned back on my representative and everything. I know how to say things to make people feel comfortable. After I did that, everything was fine. I went back to work, wiped my tears away and buried my emotions deep. I haven't had a decent night's sleep in the last three weeks, maybe, and I don't see sleep coming. And it's just when I feel like I feel like when I'm awake, I'm in a dream. And when I'm sleeping, I'm in my real life because I can be me. And I know that sounds unusual or crazy to most people, but people who have anything going on in their life, especially with mental illness or anything, I'm pretty sure that they'll understand what I'm saying. Every time I try to be myself, I feel like there's so much judgment. And with the world we're living in now, 
I'm so sick and tired of everything coming up of being a race issue or you're just being too sensitive because you're a woman. You know, there's any and every type of excuse people come up with. And I feel like if I try to just express my emotions, someone is going to judge me, so I bury it. So every night I come home, I just cry. I just lay on my couch or lay on the floor or wherever. And I haven't been on any type of meds and I don't know if I'm going to have to probably go on some type of medication because I don't want my youngest to suffer because mommy is having emotional issues and this is something that I told myself I was going to never do and now I'm going to have to just put myself first because I put myself last for so many years because I made sure they didn't suffer and I had to take a really deep, long look at myself and realize I'm the one who fucked it up. No one else. It was me. Because maybe I should have just been honest more with my children about mommy's mental issues. But at the same time, I didn't know how to be honest because this is something my family never talked about. So how can I be honest when I don't know how? It's really crazy. The only time I can be honest is when I'm in my dream and I'm talking to people who I made up in my mind. When the people who I say hi to every day. And that's the only thing I can really do to be honest. That's a real emotion saying hi everything else that comes from me is not you know when you read books especially on how to make friends how to read people most people read it for fun and you know psychologists or whatever you're doing or whatever you want to study I read those kind of books so I can learn behaviors so I can be normal to make others feel comfortable. And I'm sick of doing that. I'm 39 years old and I still don't know who the hell I am. I know who people want me to be and that's killing me. I don't think I've actually lived one day for me and that's pretty fucking sad so it's a Sunday and it's 10.06 a.m. and I've been up off and on um I didn't go to sleep until like 3 a.m. 
and it's just because I have problems sleeping. No matter what, it seems like I have to take something to go to sleep. And that's just getting old. But if I don't take something, I, I fall asleep around 3 a.m. And I don't really do anything. I'm just laying in bed. Like right now, I'm just laying in bed, trying to force myself to get up. And this is part of the bipolar, manic, depression stage or whatever. Then I was one therapist I've been going to says that he doesn't even think I'm really bipolar. It's just depression. But another one's like you have borderline personality disorder. Whatever that means. All I know is just every day it seems like a challenge to get up and just do anything. And I know I am a functioning depressant. I get up and go to work because I know I have to because I want to keep lights on in my house. And But every day it's just a struggle and I don't know why. Making myself do things is not allowing myself to be happy. And I don't know why I'm afraid to be happy. You know, you get to a certain point in life, you can't constantly blame things on your parents. And I'm not blaming anything on my parents. This is my fault. Yeah, I mean, there's so many people that have had much worse situations than I've ever had. And they function and they made something out of their life. And now I'm like, why can't I? 